not just helping people reach their goals and hit their milestones. It's the inner work and not just action oriented. It's, it comes from the, the innermost parts of ourselves. Welcome to The Work In Between, the podcast that explores the topics and daily habits and actions that get us to our health-related goals. Whether you're trying to lose weight, improve your mental or emotional health, or working on your spiritual journey, you're in the right place. In 2021, I was diagnosed with diabetes and was morbidly obese. I was already a three-time cancer survivor, so I knew I had to do something to turn my life around. So I did. I lost over 100 pounds and began transforming my life, inside and out. I'm living my best life, and I want you to live your best life, too. Thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you're here. I'm your host, Gretchen Holmes. This is The Work In Between. Even though I've lost over 100 pounds and have reached my weight goal, I'm really just beginning my transformation. And what I've realized is that it's so much more about the inside work than the outside. I found throughout my journey so far that if I do the internal work and focus on my relationship with myself and with food, the scale will follow. But what does that even mean? And where do we start? I think today's show will help answer those questions. On today's episode, I'm talking with a transformational coach who will help us understand how to begin that inside work and how we can start living our best lives today. I know you're going to find what she does fascinating and what she has to say enlightening. My guest today is Marcy Montgomery, a transformational coach who supports individuals in transition move forward with transformational growth and lasting change. She guides them to move forward in their lives, both professionally and personally, with clarity, self-understanding, and purpose. Helping people live their best selves is her purpose. Some people say she was born as a healer and mediator. Marcy says she thinks of herself as a co-thinker. I can't wait to get started. Welcome to the show, Marcy. Thank you so much, Gretchen. It's such a pleasure to be here. And thank you for that intro. You're welcome. I have to admit, I had never heard of a transformational coach until I met you. I knew about executive coaches and life coaches, but not transformational coaches. And I briefly described what you do in the intro, but what else can you tell us about what a transformational coach is or does, and how did you even get into this field? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> yeah. Well, a transformational coach is what ties into my answer of why I got into this. So I truly am very passionate about helping people. That's, that's my purpose here. And not just helping people reach their goals and hit their milestones. It's the inner work. Just what you said about your podcast and what you want to share is the inside job. That's what I bring. So understanding why you want goals, why is it important to make these changes. So that's coming from the inside to the outside and not just action oriented. It's it comes from the, the innermost parts of ourselves. And when we make that change, there's truly transformation. That's what holds you beyond the immediate goal that you set for yourself. That's what holds you in your life to truly being your best version of yourself. Well, and how did you get into this? 
Some will say I've always been doing this work. I'm definitely a connector with people. And that's what makes me feel my own joy. And so I've guided teams. I've worked within teams, always sort of been that contact person in my working life. And then I had a huge shift in my life. I mean, going on seven years ago, my partner at the time died of sudden death at the age of 40. And so I went through acute grief at that time. As I walked through it, I had a young son who was in third grade when it happened. As I walked through it and I started getting out of acute grief in the later stages of grief, I realized that life is indeed finite. This was not something that was ever on my radar. Uh, my partner's 40 years old when he died. The silver lining as comes, every time we go through an intense challenge in life, there is a silver lining. And for me, the awareness it brought, again, is the, the finite journey. And I knew that it became crystal clear what I'm here to do. And I'm here to, to work with people one-on-one -on -one and really move them forward in their lives. And so I got serious about it. And I went and received my coaching certification through Coactive Training Institute here in Marin County. And I began my own business and transitioned from working for someone to having my own practice. So that was the shift. And as is often the case, as I've experienced and so many others, some of the very worst situations do tend to cause a shift, one that we might not have ever paid any attention to before. And it causes a shift to move toward, if we're lucky, what we really are supposed to be doing, our purpose going toward that more meaningful existence. And I know I've experienced that and so many others do as well. Although many of us go into this kicking and screaming. <laughs> There's that phase. Yeah, there is that phase. But, you know, once we finally commit, it, it's a whole lot easier. As we've talked about before, I mean, it's not necessarily less stressful, but it is not as hard. The journey is not as cumbersome as I've kind of moved into the area that I'm happy in. So what's the most rewarding part? I can attest to the um, fact that you are a connector. I There is no question in my mind about that. But what has been the most rewarding part so far? Helping people, seeing people move forward in their lives and become lighter, right? Yeah. There's a simplicity that can be found once you get very clear about who you are and what's important to you that lightens your load. So all of a sudden, something that can seem really gigantic and unattainable starts to feel more tangible. And you start to see the, the clarity open up. You start to see the options and possibilities of your life. And then you start moving forward. And that, to me, is the most rewarding. It's my best place <laughs> when I see others moving forward and finding the joy in their lives and more ease, more flow, lessening the challenge and obstacles. That to me is why I do the work that I do. That makes perfect sense to me. When I was a professor, the most joy I received from being a professor is when I noticed my students figuring things out. When the light started to come on, when they started to make connections, when they were sometimes small little connections and sometimes they were large connections. There really is no bigger joy than being a part of somebody else becoming more of who they are really supposed to be. So I totally relate to that. I really do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when the light turns on, 
Yeah. You see these aha moments, what you just described. And it happens between. You always say the coaching happens between the coaching sessions, right? There's all these aha moments when it starts to come together. And I think it's the same with students. Seeing the lights come on. It is. That's right. That's right. And it energizes you. I mean, there's, you could go into this and I'm sure you do the same thing. You go into a session and we all have our own stuff. We all do. But then the person you're talking to or the students you're meeting with, man, you walk out of there, you have so much more energy and excitement and you feel so much better than when you started. So we're ex- we're creating energy, we're exchanging energy, and it really does completely change the landscape of where we are. Most definitely, most definitely. And creating that safe space. Yeah. I'm really passionate about creating that safe container for my clients. Yeah. And in which they can fully be vulnerable and be seen, right? Every person needs to be seen, right? And figure out what's going on for me and connect the dots and understand who they are. And then in turn, it's a domino effect. They become the best version of themselves. And then everyone they're around, when you've done your personal work, every person in your life benefits from you doing your personal work. (laughs) So it's this domino effect and people around you feel the shift. And so, you being your best version of yourself is for yourself and every person that you love in your life and every person you're connected to in your life. Absolutely. So that's how I feel these small changes do that's change right. the world. This they do. The world. They do. And it's the small changes within ourselves that get us to our goals. You know, everybody thinks it's the big, the big stuff that we do. And it's not. It's the small stuff that compound daily and get us moving toward our goal, even though sometimes we can't see it or we can't feel it, but we're moving. We are absolutely moving. And that's certainly what I have witnessed in my own journey. So now we're going to shift a little bit because one of the things that is, I think, common misconception is that when we want to do something like lose weight, the the tendency is to focus on the physical part of losing weight. It's all about what the scale says. Frankly, we all know how to lose weight. We restrict our calories for a while, maybe join a gym, we lose some weight, maybe we even reach our goal, but ultimately the weight comes back and usually then some. It's such a vicious circle and it's incredibly frustrating. And the people that benefit from this, I'm pretty sure are those in the weight loss industry because it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. But I finally figured out after literally decades of losing and gaining weight that if I truly wanted to once and for all create that healthy lifestyle that everybody keeps talking about, but nobody really tells you how to do, I had to start doing that inside or personal work. However, I had no idea what that even meant or where to even start. In fact, that's a big reason why I wanted to do the podcast is to help navigate the complexities of weight loss beyond the physical aspect and to make things more concrete, more attainable. So that's part of why I'm so excited to talk with you because I think you do know a really good place for us to start this inside work, the internal work. So Marcy, where do we get started? What do we do? Well, Gretchen, you know what I'm very passionate about. I do. I'm extremely passionate about values work. Extremely so. And I start every single client there. Doesn't matter if you are 
founder of your company, if you're a writer, if you're an opera singer, if you're a CFO, that you start with this with this work, right? And it's establishing values. So what are your values? What drives you in your life? And those are your values. So I walk each of my clients through a value mining purpose in which we find our exercise where we find what your personal values are. And what this is, is your guidepost, but it's also the why behind all of your actions in your life, your values. I get that because I've done some of that work, but how does that, for example, influence our relationship with food? How do we Great. make that connection? I'll draw a connection and see if this resonates for you. Okay. The connection, why do I want to lose weight? You talked about a common experience is getting on the scale and looking at the numbers, right? And or going to your group and weighing in, looking at the numbers there. But getting clear, why do I want to lose weight? Is it your family? Is it you want to be here to watch your youngest go to high school? Is it your cousin that you want to see get married that you're really close with? Is it your family that's passed away from sickness and you want to be their legacy and heal that up to be healthy yourself, to honor their lives? Why is it that you want to lose weight? So getting very clear as to why that is, what value it's honoring yourself, and then understanding that every action stems from there. Does that and resonate? Does that make do sense? It does. But I think a lot of us never took the time, right, to get that kind of clarity. For, for one, I think there's a lot of noise because it's very hard to distinguish between what our values are and what the values of others or society are thrusting upon us, right? So I do think that it, it gets really confusing sometimes to go, I don't even know what's important to me. I don't even know where to begin to even try to identify what my values are. A hundred percent. And I'll I'll actually add to that because there can be values that we aspire to, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. of society influences, societal influences, and then determine what are my personal values. And so what I do is walk through with clients in a very personal way. So I have a, an intake form that I do, and then all my whole first session, which is an hour and a half, is just talking about things that are very resonant, very personal. And from there, we start to get an understanding of who you are and the things that have brought you the most joy, most sense of reward in your life, accomplishment, your biggest struggles, why that is, why were they your biggest struggles and disappointments, the things that upset you the most. That's a really big one to listen to. What makes you really angry? Because that's when a value is being stepped on. People don't just get, and I'm talking not irritated, angry about something. A value is being stepped on, right? Those, that's a signal. Oh, that's a value, be it respect, be it kindness, be it connection, truth, whatever really gets you upset, that's a value. So it's a very personal process to realize what lights you up and makes you come alive. And that those are your values. And that is what is dictating, even if we're not conscious of them, that's still dictating what we do or don't do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And things can get very clear. That alone, once you've determined your values and gotten very clear on what your values, your core values are, decision-making gets very clear. There can be two decisions, a fork in the road, and then all of a sudden it can become very clear. Both can be really good options, 
but one is not a good decision or option for you because it doesn't line up with your values. Where the other one, oh, of course I'd want to do that. That lines up with my values. So that alone helps to navigate so much in life. And with weight loss, threading it back, getting clear on why you want to lose the weight. What is it honoring in your life to become healthy and not, not focusing on losing the weight, to become healthy and strong? What is it honoring in your life? Why is that important to you? And then the actions can come, but not doing the actions without understanding why you're doing what you're doing. I agree. I know that I have spent my entire life trying to lose weight and I've been successful a few times, but of course it always came back. And partly it came back because I didn't change the lifestyle, but it also came back because the reasons I wanted to lose weight, I don't think were tied to anything other than societal pressure. Well, that's not going to get you anywhere. And if it does, probably not in a healthy place anyway. But I often on, you know, different social media will say, so, so why is this important to you? And and I always cringe a little bit when I hear people say, well, I have a wedding next year. You know, I'm going to be mother of the bride and I want to look really good. And I think, oh, well, I, you're probably going to lose that weight and I'm really excited and you're going to look so beautiful in that dress. And then you're going to have to do it again. Yes. Because it's not tied to anything as substantial and as self-motivating and as really important to from a from an internal, you know, gut level. So that's hard because I've been there too. And I just know that it's very difficult to make long lasting changes when you're not clear on why you're doing it in the first place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Focusing on the the destination instead of the journey. Yes. Yes. And that it's a perfect way to put it. Look, working on the destination and not the journey. And I think some of this stuff gets really cliche and that's why people tend to dismiss it. But it really is about creating that healthier lifestyle so that you are able to not just achieve whatever those individual goals are, but other goals that you hadn't even thought about yet, because it's going to open up your world. It just is. So not everybody is going to have the opportunity necessarily to work with a transformational coach. I wish they could. It's incredibly, truly transformational experience. But what can we do tomorrow to start paying attention to trying to identify what some of our personal values are? Great question. One of the things you can do is notice, slow down enough to notice what brings you joy. Majority of the people, especially in our fast-paced society, are moving so quickly, there's no time to actually notice what is bringing you joy. And each day, so it's a simple, simple exercise. Each day, note what you're grateful for, and then note what brought you joy that day. Do that for one week, just one week. What are you grateful for and what brought you joy? And you can start to see patterns that are coming up. You can layer on as well, what are you proud of? What made you proud during the day? What did you do well? That can be another question to layer on and start inquiring within yourself, what is bringing resonance in your life? I love If something that. made you really angry, note it. Anger is a real emotion. You've heard me say that, it's a real <laughs> emotion. So what made you angry? And again, not mildly irritated, but really angry. That's a big sign, okay someone at the workplace or a family member or just a stranger, 
right? Bad behavior. But what behavior made you angry? And notice that because that's stepping on a value. So those are some simple exercises to get clear as to what's motivating you in your life and what really means the most to you. I love that. I think that I'm a big proponent of journaling. I don't do it as much as I probably could, but when I do it, things do jump out at me. And I think those simple questions that if we do slow down enough to ask them and then answer them, I do think people would find that it really is starting to draw a picture for them that they're going to be able to start to label and pinpoint and actually it'll come into focus. So I actually, I love that. I think that Mm -hmm. is, that's fantastic. So thank you for that. There's something on your website that is so powerful to me. And it says you help people figure out how to get unstuck and attract more simplicity and joy. And this is a really big question, but how do we do that? Where do we start? Because I can, I don't know anybody who doesn't want that. (laughs) I mean, that right, right? I mean, do you? More ease, more ease. (laughs) Yeah. How do I mean, life is crazy and it's gotten crazier and it, I swear it's gotten louder and I just hard to know what to focus on and it's filled with guilt and I, things I should do and the, you know, what is even, I know what's important goes back to our values. I get that, but there's so much competition out there for our tension and our resources and our time, you know, you blink and, you know, I'm 60. I do not know where the last 40 years went, but I'm 60. And I'm thought, holy smokes, I haven't figured this out yet. So how do we, how do we start slowing it down a little bit or making changes that will get us closer to a more, and I don't mean simple in that we have to go out to the back 40 and raise our own animals or, you know, though I would love to do that, but how do we do that? Without living on a farm. Yeah. Well, without living off the (laughs) grid. I don't know if that's even more simple. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's harder actually. (laughs) So you sleep better at night because you're exhausted. If I was talking to someone who did not have a transformational coach, right, who Mm -hmm. wasn't working with someone one-on-one. What I would offer is exactly the exercise I just gave, starting with the identification of joy, gratitude. What did you do well during the day? Noticing what, what angers you. And then from there, you've got a good idea of where your values lie and what they are. And the noise starts to soften. When you're setting this intention, so setting the intention of getting clear on how you're wired, what makes you tick? This is what makes you tick. This is, these are your guideposts. And getting clear on that, when you set the intention of what your values are, and then lay them against your actions. Is this honoring my values? Is, let's say, and we can start simple, is watching four hours of television at night, is that honoring my values? Is this decision that I'm doing with my family, is this honoring my values? And then you can get more clear. It's my job honoring my values and my what I what I do for a living is this honoring my values. You can any challenging conversation that comes up. 
and courageous conversation. Am I honoring my values by not having this conversation or having this conversation? Your eating choices. We've talked a lot about weight loss and eating healthy. Is what I'm about to put in my mouth, is this honoring my values? Is this what's important to me? Yeah. And why am I eating? I mean, and that's, why am I, and why am yeah. I eating this? Yeah. And yeah. is this, is this honoring my values and my intention? So you can start to soften the noise because you're exactly right by if you're just open without an intention, everything looks good, right? There's so many flashing lights and buzzers and this and that and your phone yeah. and there, I mean, Apple, Watch, whatever you have going is buzzing constantly, right? But once you get clear on this intention and I'm really big into healthy simplicity, right? We're making every choice, just pause and decide, do I want to do this? Am I on autopilot or is this really honoring my values? And just that simple pause before you go to do an action. I think that's a really great point because I think in this world of social media and instantaneous texting and Instagrams and the, the expectation is that we have to respond immediately. Mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. And what we don't allow ourselves to do is pause because most of the time, if we really gave ourselves a, even a minute or two to pause, we would rethink whatever it is we are reacting to. Absolutely. Are we reacting or are we responding? Okay, that's another, are we reacting to something or pause? Just take a moment. Do I want to do this action? Is this a proactive response or is this just a reaction to something? Right. And so my best example of that is, is at work with an email and you, something happens and somebody sends you one or you are going to sit down and send one and you type that email. And I learned a long time ago to never send that email ever because where I am in that moment is not a good place. It's not a healthy place. And it certainly doesn't reflect probably what I will be thinking five minutes from now or an hour from now or whatever. Mm -hmm. One of the questions, Mm -hmm. though, that I think is really important is how do we navigate when there are conflicting values with partners, with your family members? That's a tough one, right? Because we're all trying to honor ourselves. How do we navigate that? What do we do? I love this question. And you're right. It is a challenging one. So I'm not going to say it's some simple answer. My answer is to be transparent. Start the conversation about values, being very transparent. Wow, this really has me in a difficult situation. I'm at a standstill in this decision because I have two values. And this one is lining up my values. This one is not lining up to my values. Start the conversation about values. When you bring that up, you'll be surprised with that vulnerability the intimacy that could bring up and a whole nother conversation could happen with your, in this example, relative, family member, dear friend. Oh, well, this honors, you might actually get them in a total shocked position as far as what to say, (laughs) what to say back to you, but it'd be really good fodder for the conversation. And I would say for your relationship as well. I agree. I think what that would also do, I think it could really diffuse the situation Because now you're going to talk about something kind of external, even though it's internal, but it's not accusing somebody of something. You're focused on values instead of their faults or their, you know, whatever the drama is that's going on. Absolutely. It becomes less about behavior 
yeah and, and about values and what what is important to you and it's i statements instead yeah. of deflecting saying you statements i love that i'm going to totally steal that <laughs> please do <laughs> i promise you you know it, believe it or not we're we're out of time see how quickly it goes it goes so quick i want to say one thing so i'll be remiss if i don't okay you know it's very interesting is that we we get really good at what we practice right and yeah. living your life grounded in your values it's a practice right it's not about being perfect it's not about always doing it it's just about becoming aware of your values and why you're doing the things that you're doing and the practice of doing that more and the pra and finding ourselves and recognizing oh wow what why am i sitting here for four hours instead of practicing going out for a walk at night oh why am i making the wrong food choice which goes along with our conversation instead of practicing making the right food choice right because what we do the more we practice we get better at so just to say, that simple action, oh, I'm, I don't want to get better at that. I want to get better at this. And then putting the intention there. I love that. And I that is so true. I just love that. I think that's a great place for us to end this conversation, though I really hope that we have the opportunity to talk again in the future. Would love that. We'd be I happy just, to come back again. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you so much <laughs> for joining you, me today. This has been enlightening energizing, invigorating, you name it. Of course, I knew it would be. I hope you'll join me again to continue this really important conversation. So a quick reminder that this podcast will be available on my website, GretchenHolmesPhD.com. Make sure you check it out. You'll find some valuable resources along with my previous podcasts. Feel free to drop me a line if you'd like. I'd love to hear from you. Finally, from me to you, Remember to love and celebrate yourself now, today. Don't wait until you feel worthy. You already are. Loving yourself is the only way to good health. Until next time. The information on this podcast is not intended nor implied to be substitute for professional medical advice. Mm -hmm.